hey guys welcome back to my podcast i hope you're all doing well so it's been a hot minute it's been a while since i've i was just looking back it's been like a month since i've uploaded a podcast which has been which is usually quite quite a while for me because i've had such a busy month i also moved as well so like i moved from Aldea Zama in Tulum to like more central so I'm like in the center and I've been trying to figure out like when is the best time for me to record a podcast um so I'm like recording this at like 7 a.m because it's just been so noisy and loud where I've been and I haven't really been able to find a quiet space to record but um I'm gonna try and (laughs) see if I can record this in silence before everyone wakes up (laughs) so i have been doing so much deep healing and i have been literally going through a whole spiritual ascension which um i want to talk about that journey not on not on this episode that i'm recording today but because it's so it's so I want to make it so in depth that um it's going to take me it's going to take me a couple of days to do it. So I just want to talk about manifestation today because I have been seeing um that phrase um may all your delulu come true lulu on like everywhere on my Instagram, on my Twitter, on my TikTok, like it's just everywhere and I since I've been doing so much deep healing, I feel like I have like a newfound perspective on it that I'd like to share. And um it might not be the most popular opinion, but you know, um I feel like so called to share because even recently, a couple of days ago, one of my friends they sent me a video on TikTok and it was like a video of a girl saying that you need to have like at least one delusional friend and (laughs) my friend sent it to me but it's almost like I feel like I could not relate to it anymore I was like hmm is he trying to say that like I'm the delusional friend that he has because like this like no longer resonates for me anymore like the more that I like grow and like evolve my mindset I feel like you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me because I feel like I, I don't need to like fool myself that I'm like delusional. 
because I know that I'm worthy of like all of my my desires and I've been working on like healing my self-concept and you know I just don't feel that I need to believe in a delusional way anymore and I feel that we need to like retire that word because people who feel like they need to behave in a delusional way are people that really need to work on their self-concept or feel very like unworthy of receiving their desires or like having their heart's desires and like that's just not me of course I understand like you know when it comes to manifestation language is like so important you know it's really really important because language is almost like like word spells, you know, whatever it is that you practice, it, you know, it could be prayer, it could be witchcraft, it could be manifestation, whatever it is. Like words, words are so important. And the words that you say, like it carries energy, you know, it's like energy in motion. And so, you know, it's so important to be able to have a really good self-concept and not have like negative self-talk and so you know I've just been really deeply thinking about that because you know if we the reason that we have these desires the reason why God gave us these desires is because we were actually meant to birth them like we would never we would never have these desires if we were not meant to have it so I just don't feel like I feel like this delusional thing is almost like a a safety coping mechanism that we have because um we kind of use it to like protect ourselves in a way and I just feel that I've kind of outgrown that kind of mindset where I don't need to have that I know like 100% that it is true that like whatever is in my heart whatever I'm trying to manifest into my life or create in my dream life that I am meant to have it and that I'm worthy of having it. And so manifestation takes place in the fifth fifth dimension and then it materializes in the third dimension. So this dimension that we're on, that's very, very dense. And I try to keep my, <laughs> my mindset like rooted in like fifth dimensional consciousness. And I'm always trying to like heal um you know any kind of like negative habits that would like block my manifestations from from materializing because maybe i have like certain kind of you know um negative habits that i need to get rid of um i also think that the faster you work on healing this the quicker your manifestations will come to you and this is something that i've also been experiencing like the faster that i'm healing and doing shadow work is the faster that these manifestations are actually appearing in my life because I'm becoming so much more aligned with my higher self and so in sync with the universe that I'm like always receiving I'm always seeing these angel numbers and confirmation signs and synchronicities that are like just like screaming at me like your manifestations are here like they're they're about to be birth and so I kind of just wish that people would start to understand that they they are they are worth dreaming big like it's worth dreaming big like your dreams your desires whatever it is that you want to manifest like it's safe 
it's safe for you to have your desires. You don't need to like tell yourself to be delusional or be crazy or whatever. I just I don't like that word. I just think we should use like dreaming big or you know thinking bigger, having more than we have, you know, and to make sure that that is really aligned with our purpose and our mission and you know what we're here to do. And so I was digging into it a little bit more to kind of figure out like why is it that we feel this way sometimes when it comes to like wanting our desires and I realized that it's because you know we don't do it like consciously but you know sometimes we do um spiritually bypass and I think for some people who struggle to get their manifestations met it's because they avoid doing the deep shadow work that it takes because if you're trying to manifest really big things you're trying to dream big you're gonna need to release any like negative habits negative thoughts beliefs or anything that might be blocking you and if you're gonna try and like spiritually bypass and manifest without having that it's gonna be really difficult like your manifestations are gonna be held up and it's gonna take longer to materialize because materializing your reality because you're not going to be able to sustain it because you haven't made the necessary changes that you need. You know, I think I gave this example on the last podcast, but it's like the same thing. Um, If you're trying to manifest like a loving, healthy relationship, but you still have so much trauma that you need to work through, it's going to be really difficult to manifest that partner or even keep that partner because if you were to get it subconsciously, you would self-sabotage because you're not used to what it feels like, like your nervous system is not used to what it feels like having a a loving, healthy, caring partner, because that's not what you're, what you grow up experiencing. And so you're used to, you know, maybe chaos, maybe a little bit of toxicity, because that is what feels familiar to you. Maybe that's what you, that's the kind of like, environment that you grew up with in your your childhood house and so it's the same thing same thing when it comes to like manifesting money like if you want to manifest a large amount of money you know a million dollars or however much like you have to have a certain mindset like to be able to manifest that and to be able to keep it and not just have it one day and then it's gone the next day because you know you don't have the you don't have the knowledge or the 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 thoughts or the beliefs to keep this money like subconsciously you might feel like oh my god this is a lot of money i don't know what to do with this so you end up spending it more because you don't know how to manage such a large amount of money and then when that happens you just end up back in the same place that you were because you don't know how to manage large amounts of money even though that's what you're trying to manifest You know, it's like asking God to give you something amazing and then he gives it to you and you don't know what to do with it. (laughs) It's like, yeah, and I've been seeing this pattern occur from, you know, from other people, from like close friends who have been in my life. I've seen like them wanting certain things and then getting it, but then they don't do the work to keep it. And then they just end up like self-sabotaging it or not knowing what to do. It's like, damn, I prayed for this amazing person in my life. Now they're in my life. 
and I don't know how to handle them because maybe I've been walking around emotionally unavailable all this time. Now I have an emotionally available person who's vulnerable, who's authentic, who's healthy, who's loving, who's nurturing, who's healing. And that is literally shaking up my system because I'm not used to that and I don't know how to deal with it. So it's the same, it's the same thing when it comes to getting like your manifestations, like you really need to dig deep into your subconscious programming and, you know, understand why is it that I feel like I'm not worthy of this? How can I work through this that when I want to manifest, I can get my manifestations quickly and they can be sustainable because that's really the goal for it to be sustainable. So it's like doing some deep diving and understanding what is it that has affected me? Like, what do I need to unlearn? You know, like I feel society has embedded in, has embedded within us, you know, um, from the media, maybe even from like our childhood home, just like society standards that they've embedded something within us that makes us feel like we are not worthy of having all of our desires and that we should just be okay with living like an okayish life. It's like, okay, I'm just okay with living an okayish job. I'm okay with having an okayish relationship. I'm okay with maybe traveling once a year, you know, whatever it is for you. And I just feel that people really need to tap into their sacred rage. It's like people need to be more angry. (laughs) They need to be more angry and stop being comfortable with settling with just an okay life. Like you were meant to live an extraordinary life. All of us were meant to live an extraordinary life. But sometimes, you know, when we see that our parents have just lived this okay life and we've grown up in the household with them, we feel like you know, maybe your dreams are too big to come true. Maybe I shouldn't be doing that. Maybe I should just do this because this is easier. And and maybe that is the case because I will say as someone who has grown up in a household where, let's be real, like my parents' dreams are dead. Like they have never really, rarely or ever encouraged me to go after my dreams. It's just, you know, get that nine to five job, make sure you're making money, find someone, settle down, and that's just a life you should live because that's the life that I lived. And it's just like, no, like I want more for myself. Like I believe that I can live an extraordinary life and I can have all that I want and I don't have to settle with a very mediocre relationship. I can have, you know, say for example, if I'm trying to manifest like true love, I can have that if I truly believe that that is what I want. I can do the work to ensure that I'm in a healthy place that I can manifest that into my life and I think it's just people not wanting to do the the healing work because let's be real it is hard but it is worth it when you do get your manifestations but also them just not being angry enough it's like I'm okay with just working this job because this is as good as it's gonna get and it's like no you can do better like you know, are asking yourself like questions around, 
are you fulfilled you know what i mean like does this make me like 100 happy and if you feel like there's some kind of like lingering void or emptiness within you then more than likely deep down like your soul is craving it's craving more it's craving more emotional fulfillment if it's like has to do with like a marriage or like a relationship it's craving more like career fulfillment if you don't feel like fulfilled in your job or maybe you're like just doing it just to make money or whatever whatever it is maybe you don't maybe you like to travel like i do and you feel like i need to have more trips because i like to explore you know i'm a life path number five like i like to travel and explore and go on adventures so that is something that's important to me but that might not be important to you it's it's whatever it is that you feel that you want to do more of right maybe it's baking maybe it's cooking maybe it's i don't know fitness exercise maybe it's spending more time meditating going to the lake journaling whatever it is like you can do it you can do it but first you have to start with deprogramming what people told you you should do how you should live your life how you should behave how you should act because it's all a projection you know like if they haven't done their inner work they're just going to project onto you their wounds and tell you that you should settle with this life because that's as good that's as good as it's going to get because that's what they did Do you know what I mean? So it's not always personal. Like when my parents tell me that I'm like, okay, like it's not that personal. I get that nobody has really and you know encouraged you to do that, but like it stops here. <laughs> it's like it stops here because I truly believe that I can have this and I'm going to make I'm going to make all my dreams a reality. I'm going to make all of them come true. You know, and so also I think like another thing too is just asking yourself you know when you're doing this work are these my true thoughts because we've been so indoctrinated um by society by maybe like toxic relatives or maybe from like just um what's in the what's in the media right what's what's in the media what's in what society is saying we've been so indoctrinated that when you do this like deep um in a in a shadow work right it's really important to to try and figure out what it is that you want and be able to separate your thoughts this is something that took me a really long time to do but like being in a hermit mode or like isolation and being able to figure out you know i'm spending so much time i try not to but i spend so much time on social media um that i i realized that i need to curate the things that i am absorbing because sometimes i'm taking in so many people's thoughts and ideas and beliefs that is really difficult to separate like what are my true thoughts and what is somebody else's tr- um thoughts from the internet right and so me being able to kind of like curate my feed and you know make it into like a very like high vibrational feed where i'm i'm really like absorbing things that are gonna um be like positive affirmations or like positive thoughts that can get me to think in a certain way instead of thinking like a very like low vibrational way and you know it's it's really important for me to do that because the things that i'm consuming like mentally are th- are is going to affect me 
it's gonna affect me so much because it's like the thoughts I'm, cons- I'm consuming are the things I'm gonna believe, and then it's gonna way it's gonna be the way that I'm gonna act or behave, and it's also gonna affect the way that I feel. And if I don't wanna feel like I'm on a very like low vibration, I'm like in a cycle of lack or scarcity or separateness, which is what they like to feed us, then I just don't consume that. And I've really like unfollowed, gotten rid of a lot of like toxic stuff off of my feed or off of my algorithms on social media to prevent me from like, you know, absorbing this kind of like low vibrational frequency when I want to be like on a frequency of unconditional love and unity and oneness. That is a vibration that I want to like permanently be in, right? So it's really, really important to, you know, make sure that that is aligned because that's what's going to keep us aligned with our higher self. That's what's going to make our our manifestations come quicker. We can't be thinking low vibrational thoughts or else we're just going to be manifesting those negative thoughts. We're going to be manifesting our own personal hell if we're going to be constantly on this low frequency. And that's not what we want. So we have to know that we have to make sure that our feeds are curated in the right way. Plus, when you do all this hard inner work, because it's not easy, you don't want anything messing it up. Like You don't want anything to be um, making you undo all the hard work that you're doing when you're healing. So I think it's super, super important to know that, you know, and I think about like, you know, people just need to understand that they are so worthy of chasing their dreams and all of their desires that they have within themselves. And so another thing that I wanted to mention is that our emotions are so 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 important and i think that that is something that we really need to focus on is learning how to tap into our heart chakra because when it comes to manifestation feeling is a big part of it and if you're not in touch with your emotions if your heart chakra is blocked off right and you don't want to feel you don't want to heal your trauma. You're kind of just like walking around, suppressing your emotions, you know, not expressing it and not really in touch with your heart chakra. It's also going to be really difficult to manifest the this new reality that you want to create for yourself. I was thinking about this and it's like so many people are walking around like, you know, emotionally unavailable, like they really don't want to feel because maybe when they felt like they were hurt or they just don't necessarily know how to handle like such a big, big wave of emotions, you know? And it's just like, yeah, but you need to feel because like you're never going to be able to manifest what you want if you're not in that kind of like feeling state and making it feel like you know, I really can, I believe this is true for me and I really can manifest whatever it is I'm trying to manifest because a lot of manifestation, prayer, witchcraft, whatever it is that you're doing, right? It's charged with emotions. You put your emotions into whatever it is that you're doing, right? If it's um, prayer, you're putting your 
emotions into the words that you're saying. If it's manifestations, depending on how 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 you manifest, it could be like scripting from because like for me, I script. Some people visualize. Some people um, do their manifestations in whatever way because it's a very personal thing. For me, I like to script, and a lot of my energy goes into the words that I'm saying, how I'm scripting it, how I'm describing it, and. I'm literally like writing my own story that I'm about to like birth into my reality. And a lot of it comes from being really charged with emotions. But if you don't want to feel your emotions, it can be really, really difficult if you don't want to feel. You're like, I don't want to feel. It's going to be it's going to be so much harder. And so there's so many different ways that, you know, you can you can manifest. As I said, I'm personally open to experimentation, um, but scripting is what has worked best for me. And I kind of tied that in with the law of attraction. And I kind of just use that to kind of help me to manifest. So when I'm scripting, um, if this is not something you've done before and you want to try it out, um, I know a lot of people don't don't want to write, but like for me, I love writing and I love journaling. So this is like the best way um, that I can do it for me. So I will literally journal in my notes app or I will journal in my actual journal. But my journal is done because I write so much. I literally need to get a new journal. <laughs> so I will write with intention and emotion all that I've experienced. Right. And I would like write it out. You know, say for example, I I want to become like a specific um, dream woman that I have in my mind, right? So there's certain things that I still need to work on to be like the full, to embody like this full dream woman that I want to be. I'm like writing and asking myself like, what are her greatest qualities? You know, like how does she enjoy spending her time? Like what kind of thought process does she have what does she believe in how does she dress like all of these questions help me to script out exactly how I want to be and exactly what kind of beliefs and thoughts I want to have that this new version of me has and then after I do this I continue to work on myself I release anything that no longer aligns with this new dream girl script that I have on a subconscious level and any negative habits that I'm not that are like in my realm of awareness or ones that like come up to the surface for me I release those because those are preventing me from really tapping into being the girl the dream girl or dream woman that I want to be and then I start creating myself new routines or new habits that can go against maybe like the old ones that I had so that I, it really helps me to align with like the highest version of myself. And I keep doing this bit by bit. Like I'm, I'm just taking baby steps. Like I know sometimes it might be like you have a whole mountain in front of you and you don't need to climb the whole mountain at once. You just need to like take the first step on the first rock. Do you know what I mean? Like just one baby step on the first rock and then another baby step on the first rock and then before you know it you would have literally climbed the mountain but this is what I do to help me to keep aligned to becoming her basically and so it's interesting because like it's such a paradox because I already am her but now I need to embody her and sometimes it can be really difficult to embody if you haven't really done the subconscious work or 
release the old ways that you know don't serve you and integrated the new habits so integrating these new habits these new routines new mindsets new beliefs these are what's going to keep you vibrating on a on a much higher level right this is what's going to keep you rooted in that like fifth dimensional consciousness and you know my body might be in the 3d but keeping your mind and your mindset in a much higher vibration is always going to be the best thing that you can do for yourself and so it's just like understanding that you know the more bigger things you dream the more the more healing work that you do the more you will feel comfortable in having bigger dreams and you'll be able to you know all the things that you desire you'll be able to manifest that into your life and it's really important because like being committed to that and having self-discipline is so important because it's like how badly do you want it you know like how badly you do you want it because you can start doing this and then it will be really difficult and you fall off and you're like okay you know what i'm just gonna go back to that life that i was living i'm just gonna go back to that old way and it's like if you don't have the persistence to persist to persist to persist to have that commitment to the new version of yourself to have that self-discipline it's gonna be difficult and so you need to for me personally i just take it in baby steps like i know there's like a whole mountain in front of me but i don't even look at the whole mountain i just look at the little baby pebble or rock in front of me and i'm like what's the first thing that i need to do that i need to take and then i do that and then once i conquer that then i go on to the next thing and so this kind of leads me to think this kind of leads me into um the lucky girl syndrome because it really like reminds me of just giving yourself these positive affirmations you know like if you've if you've never heard of lucky girl syndrome it's like basically a concept that you are being or operating in like this state of mind where you always expect good things to happen for you and you always expect things to work out for you work out in your favor you know like best case scenario you're constantly affirming to yourself that you're lucky and you really have nothing to worry about because you know whatever it is that you desire this is what will happen because well you're a lucky girl (laughs) so it's like learning to retrain your brain that's basically what it um what the concept is it's like retraining your brain to understand retraining your brain with positive affirmations retraining your subconsciousness that you know this will work out for you i feel like as human beings we have this like default where we always think to like worst case scenario of something and it's like i feel it's taken me a long time but i i feel like i finally reached a point where i no longer think of that like it doesn't even like cross my mind i'm just in a place where i'm not thinking about a contingency plan i'm not thinking about plan b you know even if something does happen in the moment i feel like i have the confidence to find a solution in that moment like 100 percent. but a lot of people always think worst case scenario or what if this happens or what if that happens and it's quite interesting because it's like I was reading in the power of now with um by Eckhart Tolle. It just came back to my mind 
that the reality is that we only have the present moment now. Like, we only have now. The future, we don't know what's going to happen. And the past, that has already that has already happened. We only have this moment. So I'm always asking myself, like, in this moment right now, what problems do I have? Like, what is... What is wrong in this moment? And usually I can't really come up with an answer because the reality is that there's nothing wrong in this moment. Like this moment is absolute bliss. But sometimes our minds plays tricks on us and it's like trying to think and create all of these problems that haven't actually happened, right? But we're literally creating these problems in our mind. So I'm always reminding myself that we only have the present moment now and that I need to be rooted in the present moment and know that things will work out for me in the present moment. Like I don't even think future and I'm not really thinking past because they haven't happened, right? They haven't happened. So I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about the moment right now and what can I do in this moment right now that will help to, you know, create a better future for me, but I'm not like wallowing in the future, if that makes sense. It's like I want to do things in the present moment right now that will help me to create a future, but I'm not attached to the future, if that makes sense. And so it's so important, like when you are if you relate to like lucky girl syndrome you know some people might not some people might not see it this way but understand that the universe is always in control and so even when you're trying to manifest and you feel like you know you want to try out the lucky girl syndrome maybe just for a week you know or maybe just for a few days give yourself like a challenge where you just think that things are always going to work out for you. Sometimes you'll find yourself that maybe some things might not work out, right? But a way that you can shift your perspective to think about this is that the universe always has my back. Like this is something that like Gabby Bernstein like always says, like the universe always has your back. And so even if you feel in that moment that you might not be lucky because you might have been rejected for, from something or you might have been rejected from someone. Understand that in that moment, it might not seem like you're lucky, but overall, the universe is planning something so much bigger and so much better for you that you te- technically are lucky because God was just like, you know what? You need to dream bigger. I'm going to give you something bigger. I'm not going to give you that thing that you think you want. I'm going to give you something 10 times better because that's how god is like that is how the universe works like you think that this is what you ask for but you get like you get 10 times more than you ask for and so in the moment you know because we're humans and we're always trying to figure out like in the moment does this make sense does it not make sense how come this happened and sometimes we struggle to have faith over fear or we struggle to trust that the universe has our best interest, you know, at heart. But if it's anything that I've learned is that the universe will always have your back, will always be protecting you in ways that you don't even understand. And 
you get lucky because the universe literally gives you 10 times more than you asked for. And it's just like such a very amazing thing that I've like literally experienced recently because it has taught me to be in my divine feminine energy which is something that I struggle with like being able to just learn to sit and receive blessings from the universe um, because I've literally done everything that I need to do you know I've done everything that I needed to do and sometimes my masculine energy overpowers my feminine energy and it's like okay I'm getting so restless just sitting and not doing anything it's like what do I need to do how do I need to do this how can I be productive and it's like my masculine energy is chipping in because (laughs) it like can't stay still and like that is something that I've literally been spending a lot of time working on is learning how to sit in my feminine energy and receive and let things come to me and the moment I'm able to just drop it and let go and stop thinking that I need to do a hundred things wow (laughs) I've I've I'm literally attract I'm 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 out of my chasing energy because that's a very like masculine energy like am I chasing energy and I'm in my feminine energy and I'm attracting and I'm having like money coming from like multiple different places just dropping into my bank account from different places like I'm having like blessings just dropping into my life from like different places and it's like wow this is what happens when I just you know I can imagine my guides just clapping they're like finally she decided to surrender (laughs) and let us do our job (laughs) I think I saw that on a meme it's just like finally she surrendered to us and let us do our job and now she's just receiving things from nowhere they're coming to her and she doesn't even need to try it's just like notification another blessing coming in another blessing coming in another blessing coming in it's like wow okay i get it now (laughs) i get i get what it feels like to just sit in your your feminine energy and learn how to receive from others and receive from the and that can be that can be hard like who who knew that you know when when you're as women living in this kind of hyper masculine society we we we're not that in touch with our feminine energy we're not in touch with our dark feminine energy like i'll save that for another podcast but we're not in touch with our like um our light feminine energy either because we've been so um we've been so programmed to like wear this like hyper masculine shield where we always have to be the boss babe and you know be working and be having all these jobs and have these careers and it's like that's great if that's what you want for yourself but like for me personally i know i'm a divine feminine and that lifestyle of like being a boss babe being a work babe like corporate babe it it just doesn't align (laughs) it literally just doesn't align like you know divine feminines are not are not working corporate jobs like they are not they are foraging in the forests they are you know hanging out with the fairies they are resting they're receiving they're meditating in nature they're journaling they're baking they're cooking like they're they're not like doing the jobs that, um, you know, the masculine is actually meant to be doing. And so 
it's been kind of like me going doing a whole 180 and realizing that these are things that I've had to work on learning how to receive and I know for me personally like my hyper independence is also was a trauma response because I was not trusting to depend on other people in my life. I just wanted to depend on myself. And that was making me be in my masculine energy a lot because I was just, okay, if I'm only dependent on myself, I need to do, 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 do instead of like resting to receive from the people who love me in my life or from the men that love me in my life, from, you know, um, soul family, from soul tribe, from whoever it is that, you know, and it it has been something that I've been working on and it's just I mean who would have thought that you would be like learning how to just receive it sounds like a very simple thing but it's difficult when you ask people to just sit and do nothing their mind just has all of these thoughts that get downloaded of things that they need to do and you just need to like have the mental strength to control it because you're just like, okay, I don't need to do that. You know, my body, my mind is telling me I need to do this to be productive. You know, even just feeling guilty, like resting or napping, like that's something, I, it sounds simple, but that's something that I've had to work through, like just going days without doing anything and not feeling guilty for it. It's like me just on programming society telling me that rest is a luxury like you know it's like no like this is this is something that I should be doing it shouldn't be something that's like oh it's a privilege for me to to rest no this is really inherent to my overall like emotional and psychological well-being and so it's just been so interesting because I've been working through these things and I've been reflecting on them and kind of like how they help me to you know heal these kind of like deep subconscious programs but how they can also tie into helping me you know manifest like my my dream my dream life and the life that I really want to create and you know how it can help to align me with my purpose like more like soul driven work and how I can like use like my gifts to you know, serve others and help others and like kind of like, you know, give that back to society when when the universe gives me abundance, like I can pay that back. And so it's just been so like interesting because I've had to be doing this in in kind of like in hermit mode and really like, you know, working on my self-concept, making sure that um I understand that that is that plays a very very critical role in me being able to really kind of like go for everything that I want and so I just wanted to kind of like share these thoughts with you guys and let me know if they resonate with you um thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in the next podcast bye (laughs) Thank you.